She's passionate about telling stories of amazing women who are rocking the world and empowering women to live, love, and thrive. Here's your host, Katherine Gray. Hi, welcome everybody. Welcome and thanks for tuning in today to Live, Love, Thrive Women's Empowerment Hour brought to you by 360 Karma. We have on my friend Dana today and Dana Perry is extraordinary. She has performed for Cirque du Soleil for over a decade. She has her own studio in uh, the Valley and also is a uh, health consultant and a trainer. Please give a warm welcome to Dana Perry. Yay! <laughs> so how are you doing today i'm doing pretty well actually Good. feeling Good. excited to be here and yeah, lots excited of to have you here change and excitement on the horizon so yeah, yeah life, is good. life is good i love that when we are in uh i think we're always in transformation which is great that you're a health consultant uh because i think and trainer mm -hmm. because people are always wanting especially health wise to transform themselves don't you think i do absolutely I mean, yeah i think and you're a good inspiration thank you yeah thank you yeah i think if you don't live what you're preaching mm -hmm. then really at the end of the day you're not giving an authentic presentation of what it is that you're trying to help people right. with i think overall health and wellness is is a struggle yeah. You know, I mean, it is to yeah. really live it day even for to day. you. It is. Yeah. You, you is. told me that yeah. you said uh, sometimes when you go to eat something, you're thinking I can't because I have to be a good example to the other people I am, you know, uh, working with. Yeah. I, like, I think wow. that like I think at the end of the day, it's all about choices. Yeah. I mean, you and I have talked about this before and it's mm -hmm. it's not that you shouldn't have that piece of cake or whatever, but it's really thinking about if I do that. How am I going to feel the next day? What do I have on my agenda the next day? Right. And I really think that that's not a consciousness for the overall people, right? Right. right. How is sugar going to make me feel? Or if I drink and have dessert, what do, is that going to affect me tomorrow? And you know what? If it isn't, yeah. then it isn't. And I say have cake and drink alcohol. Yeah. But, I, and <laughs> but, I but you're so balance. right, you know. And I, I don't know. I think as we get older, we, you know, we tend to have these conversations about, <laughs> well, if I have that, how am I going to feel? And it's so funny because, you know, you remember being a kid, we never thought of this Ever. stuff. We just ate it, you know. Yeah. And it's like kind of a bitch, isn't it? <laughs> as we get older, we have to go, well, if I have that cake, am I going to feel like crap? Yes, I am. And then you either say, well, I'm going to eat it anyway because it's going to taste good. Or you're going to say, no, I don't want to feel bad. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I think we do get more, I guess we get more conscious as we get older, but also um, I think more sensitive to foods as we get older. Is I do. That, am I crazy? That you're, seems not. Like, yeah, you're not okay. crazy at all. I think okay. at the end of the day, your body absolutely has dialogue with you as right. you get older. Yeah. When you're younger, your yeah. body is a way more like intense machine, yeah. I would say, yeah. you know, you can, it's like a car. I say this all the time and it's such a cheesy analogy, but when your car isn't doing well, you take it to get serviced, right? Yes, yes. You fill it with gas, you have the uh, tires checked, you make yeah. sure the brake pads are, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But generally for most people and not all people, we go once a year for a checkup. Yes. Right. Right. So the only way you start to figure out how your lifestyle is changing the way you feel is what your body is telling you. Right. And you're right. When you get older, you get more sensitive yes. to sugar. You get more sensitive because your body is tired. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you can't keep fighting and fighting and fighting like you did when you were young, when right. the immune system was so much more 
like just strong. You were like, I right. can do anything. I can uh, attack the world, and you could, right. and you could beat yourself up at the same time. So, okay, so this news is kind of a bummer. I know, it's a total bummer. <laughs> so let's put a positive spin on it. Right. Uh, and I love what you do because you try to uh, encourage people and train people to be at their optimum so they do feel fabulous as they're older, right? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I, that's the goal. Amen. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I think... I think honestly, everybody's body is different. And mm -hmm. that's the problem with yes. sensationalized media or yes. try this diet and you'll right. lose weight or whatever the new trending thing yeah. is. No carbs, we, no protein, no fat, no life. I don't believe in no any of that. Whatever. Yeah. Like seriously, as yeah. a professional, and this I, I do live by, mm -hmm. your body and my body are different. And that's that's the it wouldn't greatest take news. much to figure that one out. No, but that's the that's the greatest news. What what yes. works for me is not going to work for you. And I'll vice trade versa. you, by the way. <laughs> no trading, no trading, because you're doing a great job. You're doing a great job right now. I just feel like if there is a sense of awareness, yes, like that's the word. You that, know, yeah, that's it's it. like waking up in the morning and being like, okay, Dana. How am I feeling? Or, hey, Catherine, check yeah. in with yourself for yeah. a second. And that's what we don't do. Right. You know, we just kind of get in a rut and we just continue. And then all of a sudden, and it's not all of a sudden, but you make it, it feels it like feels it. It feels all of a sudden, yeah. You wake up and you're like, God, I feel like shit today and I don't right. know why. Right. But and honestly, it's cumulative, really, right? 100%. Right. But in just the reverse, doing the positive things is cumulative too, right? Yes, absolutely. And right. it's small steps. And yeah. actually, those small changes every day. Yeah happen very quickly right you start to take on one new habit as opposed right. to trying to change 10 things about yourself yeah, all I at like, once I like your philosophy like that I think a lot of people coach people I know a friend that's on a diet and it's like uh, you can't eat after five and you have to eat after 11 o'clock the next day and I see it work you yeah. know they lose the weight but is that sustainable and I feel like your method is way more sustainable thank you and uh that you know People need someone to enlighten them. Uh, I mean, we all think we know, oh, I shouldn't eat this, I should eat that. But there's so many other caveats to it. 100%. Like uh, how often you should eat and how important water is and uh, just all these little things that are a reminder. And everybody needs accountability. Yeah, 100%. I think accountability is huge. That's why uh, I think health coaches and trainers um, are an important part of everybody's life. You know, everybody uh, wants to go to a, a therapist or they want to uh, go to workshops to better themselves uh, spiritually, mentally. Um, but also people need that coaching for their physical health. Yes. Because without physical health, you don't have anything. Even right. if you have the love of your life or you have a wonderful family, you have a great job, if you don't have your health, you really don't have anything, do you? No, you don't. I mean, so that's let's the face foundation. It. Like, uh, being very honest right now, I'm getting over a cold, so you can kind of hear a little bit of congestion. Yeah. And some of that, and this is, I'm not the most proud to say this today, but I've been working really hard, too many hours, not yeah. getting enough sleep, and my body is saying, hey, hey, sweetie, yeah, pay attention, right? right? So... It doesn't mean I can't operate right now. Am I at my optimum health? Right. No, not today, but I still feel good. I still have a great mental attitude. Right. But it's a matter of people just let their health take a back seat. Yes. Because like we don't have time or you you make excuses yeah. of make why excuses. it's not a priority. Yes. Right. And I would say that that's the mass yes. of individuals because I think so. Unless you are 
growing up an athlete, which not all athletes continue into adulthood, living a healthy lifestyle, or you're in the field as a career like myself, or it becomes part of your everyday existence. Really making conscious choices about food and moving your body seems like another job, especially if you don't love it. Yes. Now, I know you love what you do, Mm. and that's part of the crux of why you're so successful at it. And um, I want to mention that you have a studio over in Burbank. Yeah. uh, Actually in Sherman Oaks. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Sherman Oaks. uh, Shift. Shift by Dana Perry. Uh, I know you work with... uh, various uh, everyday people as well as celebrities mm-hmm. um i know we have a picture of you with um jk simmons yeah. who i absolutely love oh, um, he's a great man oh my gosh what a great actor yeah and uh, i think we have a picture of you with barry manilow yeah is he a client too uh he's no longer a client but he's i did choreography yeah. for his shows in vegas for oh, years oh my gosh yeah, how so exciting that was an amazing experience and uh besides having the uh awesome studio uh, before that, you were a performer with Cirque du Soleil. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about your journey from growing up to how you went down this path of being um, the health coach and consultant that you are today, uh, as well as your journey into, I mean, everybody loves Cirque du Soleil. It's, right. I mean, we look at this performance with awe. <laughs> to think that you did that for a decade is just amazing. Uh, so I want to talk about your journey to that. So let's talk about, you were born in New Jersey. I was. Yeah. Yep. But you grew up in San Diego. Correct. Whew. Just made it, right? Yeah. (laughs) I got out just in time. (laughs) Uh, but you came here and you had a lot of obstacles as most people do. And I want to talk about those because everybody has them and a lot of people will relate. Uh, one is that, uh, you no more got out here really and your, your parents divorced. Right. So you were being raised by a single mom, yep. which, you know, I hear that, wow, almost every other show I do. It's really, a, I'm thinking, how many single moms are there? There's a lot. Power to uh, the ladies. Power to, power the, ladies. to the ladies. And, um, uh, and then also you went through a lot of surgeries growing up. Now, you're such a beautiful woman. Thank Nobody you. would ever know uh, what you went through as a child uh, growing yeah. up with um, having like, Four surgeries, yeah. was it? Four, Four different surgeries. surgeries. Let's talk about that, because there may be other people that have been through something similar. Yeah, so yeah. I was born with what's called a hemangioma on the tip of my nose, which is basically an encapsulated blood tumor. Mm. And it's not unheard of. Some babies have them on their lips, some on their cheeks, some on their spine. And it's a very And that's bold. why I'm glad we're talking about it, because it's probably pretty common. Yeah. It is and it isn't. It yeah. happens in utero. They have no idea why it happens. Right. Um, I was six weeks preemie. Um, my mom had problems with pregnancies, but she had everything checked. It was mm-hmm. just random. But right. I don't I don't believe anything is random, to right. be honest, because this particular thing, unbeknownst to me, shaped a huge part of who I am today. Wow. And it's difficult. You know, kids are mean. And to have an abnormality on your face, in the center of your face, uh-huh. um, was tough, you wow. know. And I was very small. So I was yeah. a four and a half pound baby. Yeah. With a Rudolph. And you're five pounds now, so. <laughs> okay, I might be 10. I might be 10 pounds now. Um, anyway, it was big and purple. I don't know how else to explain it. Right. Uh, kind of like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Right. And they had never done surgery on a baby at that time when I was wow. born. 
especially on the face. But yes. my mother was determined that yes. I didn't have to live with this purple tumor on yeah. my face. Right, right. So at two years old, they had a surgery that had never been done in New York City, and they removed it. But because in utero the tumor was growing, I never had a normal nose. So like you were born as you were growing in your mom's belly. Right. You know, your eyes, your nose, your lips all happen whenever they happen right, right. in the gestation period. Mm-hmm. Long story short, when they removed the tumor, there was nothing normal about my nose. So they kept trying to like build it. That's what I the see. surgeries were for. Gotcha. But because I was so little, they didn't want to do anything too drastic because right. my face would grow. Right. And if you do something too drastic, then the nose stays the same. So right. they were they were makeshifting the surgery so I could breathe. Uh-huh. And which is still I think I have about fifteen percent breathing through my nose. Oh my gosh. But I've just as an athlete gotten so used from the time I was born, breathing. I breathe mostly th- which is why now that I have a little bit of a cold it sounds so right. nasally. Anyway, long story yes. short, which I didn't even pick up on, but oh, no. you're aware of. Yeah. <laughs> I'm aware of it, I feel uh, it. Um so I mean, you're such a beautiful woman. I can imagine somebody would never know you know, what you've been through. And we don't know what anybody else has been through. Sure. We, it's something we, we don't talk about is, yeah. is, is the path people have taken, the challenges that they've had, you know, just at a cocktail party or something. Nobody ever talks about things like that. Yeah. So, it, so what did it do to change your life? Uh, well, I grew up super insecure about the external part of how I looked. Even though I had a very loving mother and supportive people around me, I felt like I didn't feel like that inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I over excelled in academics and athletics and sports and dance, which is where mm-hmm. I discovered my truest passions. Right. And I think, you know, I have a very beautiful mother and a very beautiful sister. And so being insecure about that, all right. I wanted to do was be pretty. I just right. was like, can I please be pretty? Mm-hmm. And it didn't matter. Well, that... you manifested that. Thank you. <laughs> but I didn't know that till I was 27. Right, right. God's honest You couldn't truth. let it in. Yeah. I didn't see it. I didn't feel it. And I think that that's what a lot of women yes. and men actually suffer from. It's yeah. not just women. Yeah. And I was able to develop at a young age. And this is what I'm grateful for, for the birth defect, is that a lot of times when you're young, you don't focus on the things that you are truly passionate about. Because you just feel like, I want to be like everybody else. I want to fit in. I don't want to be abnormal. Right. And because I was little, I was two years ahead of myself in school and had a birth defect. It was like, I have to find other ways to be noticed. Right. To be validated. So you gave that 180%. Beyond. Yeah. Beyond. And that changed the trajectory of my life instead of growing in a beautiful way in an unbelievable way yes i mean look at you at cirque du soleil how many people in the world have an opportunity to work in that arena you know it's so funny it it's there are a lot of people internationally but because it's such an anomaly and it was that also changed my life that was another very life-altering time is that you are challenged in the most physical, mental, emotional space working in that company. I bet. Because they don't want anything cookie cutter. Right. You know, they want something otherworldly. They want something where you are testing the boundaries, which is right. why the audience goes, <gasps> Yes. What you Now, know? what did you do in the show? What What types of things? So I did aerial silks. I did oh, wow. Spanish web. I did trapeze bungee dance floor acrobatics, and then ultimately I moved into having an opportunity to be a co-choreographer, which was oh, wow. um, 
it's amazing what you learn that working for that company makes you learn that there are limitless possibilities. It does feel that way when you watch the show. It's real. It's just, you're just in awe. Hmm. I mean, if somebody listening hasn't seen a Cirque du Soleil, I, I mean, you're really missing out. I you mean, should go see them. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it, they're just, I used to say, I used to go to uh, Vegas to see it. I thought, it's worth the trip to Vegas just to see that. Yeah. I mean, it's so extraordinary. Well, now it's such a saturated market, right? You see it's it everywhere. It's more, yeah, more now, mm-hmm. but, but then not so much. Uh, and you did this for 10 years. Yeah, on yeah. and off for 10 years. Yeah. And what did you love most about it? What did you not love most about it? I know at the time you were married. I was. You got married really young. I was really young. Yeah. And I was with the same man from 20 to 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, super sweet, kind, show me what it was to be in a relationship because I had no role models with that growing up. Right. Because and you were with uh, growing up with a single mom. Yes. Yeah. And did you take the divorce hard as a child? Uh, I think it affected me later in life, to yeah. be honest. Um, yeah. I was always a mama's girl. Yeah. I wasn't super connected to my biological father, and there was so much drama at a very young age. I think at six years old, I was like, oh, good, he's out. Right. Like somewhere, right. you know, yeah. some kids like get Like a six-year-old would think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it affected me later in all the things that, like, I found myself doing in personal relationships due to the right. fact that I didn't have... A male role model at that time. Thus, the marriage didn't work. Yeah. Well, actually, I have to be quite honest. The reason that marriage didn't work is I was on tour. Right. So for 10 years with Cirque du Soleil, you were constantly on tour and never home. On, off, on, off. And when I was home, he had a regular job. You know, he was a businessman. He would go to work from whatever it was, 8 to to 6, 9 to 5. And here I was, you know, so excited about everything that was happening on the road, and in my immaturity, and I can say this now, I was bored. Yeah. You know, it's like you're living this otherworldly life. You come A big home, life. Huge. Yeah. And then you come home and you're like, hey, yeah. want to have like pasta for dinner? <laughs> um, Wait a minute. You were eating pasta? <laughs> gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. I do eat pasta sometimes. But I think, you know, neither one of us was mature enough or had the tools. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have anything to say bad about my ex-husband. I really don't. Right. Isn't that wonderful? Kind man. Still friends. We're still friendly. Friendly. Got it. Um, But at the end of the day, it's like he wasn't my my partner. Right. Your person. You know, um, but every relationship we go through, don't you think they're all put in our path to help us grow? Yes. Yeah. If you're awake and aware enough to know yeah. what you're supposed to learn from right. it. Right, right. Or you sometimes know? you learn after or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You go, oh, that's why that happened. Yeah. Um, so so you were married, and then you got divorced, and then you're on, you know, you're traveling. So did you continue with uh, Cirque du Soleil after I that? I did. Yeah. I did. The one thing, though, every time I came, so because I was a competitive gymnast and a dancer growing up, that physical part of who I am just transcended into being a performer, right? Mm -hmm. And then when I came back off tour, sometimes there would be months that I was home. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, I I should probably do something, right? Right. So that's where personal training and group fitness came in. Oh, I see. Um, I got certified. I got certified like over 20 years ago. So I would come home and I would personal train clients and I would teach group fitness and I fell in love with it. Not knowing that would be my next career. Right, right. Without, I mean, seriously, I think when we talked last, I said to you, if anyone would have told me that I was going to end up in the fitness industry, helping people change their lives, I would have laughed. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I just didn't. You didn't see that for yourself at that no, time. No, yeah. not at all. 
So what was it like being in Cirque du Soleil? Was it amazing having the, you know, awing these uh, audiences? and Yes, it, it was life-changing. There's yeah. nothing like being a performer. Yeah. There's nothing like when you work your ass off, and you do working for that company, Yeah. that to see the audience and see them all just like... <gasps> Yes. You know, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's, and you know that that give and take has happened, and there's nothing more amazing than that feeling. There right. really isn't. Right. So, yeah. So, with that high, was it after 10 years, like, it was just time for a change? Yeah. It just, it's funny. I can imagine living, it would be wearing. You're a gypsy. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. you're living on the road. And I'm, for someone who's very artistic and very out there and will we'll go for anything, I'm, I like home. Right. I love the solace right. of home and the structure yeah. of... And that's really where, like, starting to personal train and see the results that right. I was giving people and helping them achieve and the nutritional consulting and opening the studio, all of those things. Yeah. It was such a beautiful marriage yeah. of all of the years of giving and giving to audience members Yes, that it was like, I kind of want a more normal life. Yeah, yeah. Which but how lucky for these people to be able to work with you with that background too it's i always say i take an artistic approach to fitness yeah yeah well, thank um you. and then i read about your uh studio you have like a special kind of flooring in there that yeah like helps with um uh impact and exactly yeah. so i have a one-of-a-kind spring floor and what that does we're the only studio in the world right now who and, has it and it's called shift shift by dana perry shift by dana perry Oaks. and perry is p-e-r-r-i so Correct. if somebody's just listening Yep. They can look you up at DanaPerry.com. ShiftByDP.com. ShiftByDP.com. And DanaPerry.com. And DanaPerry.com. Perfect. Because yeah. I also yeah. have online subscription service where if you don't live in Los Angeles and you want to work out with me at home, you can do that online. Oh, do you do that through Zoom or something? Or uh, I don't do it live, but I do oh. have, you can Coach do it them. live. Yeah. But you, I have videos that you can download oh, cool. if you're somebody who works out at home and doesn't enjoy it. Some people don't like group fitness. Right. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I like the energy of the gym or a studio Me and Me being around people. But you're right. Some people like to work out at home. Some people get intimidated yeah. by that. Some people get inspired by you it. You know, it's, it's so individual. funny you're saying that because I go to Equinox and I always kid my friends. I say, I think I'm the oldest one there. <laughs> it's like really, yeah, West Hollywood's really young. Yeah. And, and I have these guys come up to me and they're like, I wish my mother worked out like that. And I'm, I'm kind of insulted, but then I'm thinking, well, at least they didn't say grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. Yeah. Like, making yourself go to the gym is just like brushing your teeth. That's yeah. what I tell people. Yeah. Just make it part of your daily routine. Yeah, and you kind of sometimes don't want to go, but then when you're leaving, you're like, yes. You feel you like know. a rock star yeah. after. Yeah, Well, there's, a, there's an old meme or a saying somewhere that says, uh, I've never had a good workout, says no one ever. Uh, right, right, right. I mean, That's there is true. a feeling, there is an endorphin rush. Yes. That is, I mean, I would say I'm addicted to that feeling. Because right. Because when I don't, I'm like, I, yeah. don't, I don't feel great. Oh, totally. I'm, if I don't uh, walk or work out or do some sort of movement, I totally get, right? like, yeah, kind of feeling, uh, you know, not the exuberant self that I like to feel. So yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Absolutely. Like, if I'll, I'll feel that way, I'll be like, well, if I make myself go do that, I know I'm going to lift my mood and feel yeah. pretty rocking so yeah that's great yeah what an awesome thing to be doing for a living you know first of all that you walk the walk and talk the talk mm -hmm. you know so you're making yourself feel great every day yeah and then helping other people to feel great every day because that's what it's, it's that's what you're doing 
Yeah. yeah. I I feel blessed. Yeah. And it sounds, I know, airy-fairy or cheesy, but really, I love what I do. I love it because seeing people find their personal truth physically and mentally because they have to go together if yeah. they're going to really make a lifestyle change. Right. If it's not happening here, this really won't happen. Not right. long term. Like yeah. you can do anything short term quickly, but in order to maintain it for a lifestyle, right. that beautiful connection is something that I love teaching people. It's a hard yeah. skill if it's yes. not natural. Right. It, and I think it is not natural for a lot of people. It isn't. And I think it's a gift of yours, but you also have that gift of helping other people to attain that. Thank you. Yeah. And... I do think that that's something that we implement in every area of our life. Mm -hmm. Every area, whether it's, uh, you know, doing what we love or maintaining our health or finding that love, uh, it is all a choice. People think life happens to them, but I believe every one of them is an intentional choice. 100% agree. Keeping awareness, what's good for us, what makes us feel good, what doesn't make us feel good is not just about food, but about people. Yes. And about what we're doing for a living and it, that conscious living. I think it's a beautiful thing happening in the world right now. As much turmoil as there is, I do believe that there's a consciousness raising on the horizon that's starting to bubble. Yeah. The, the At least I'd like to think that. I, I yeah. agree, but I believe it to be true because the discussions are happening. Yes. There are, you'll, you'll sit down to lunch and it's not just, hey, what's going on in your life? There's now an awareness about politics and how you might personally be affected. Whereas when I was younger, these were not the conversations right. we were having. It just right. wasn't. Yeah. But there's... Did you try that new tequila? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's literally, we've now created some depth and layers yes. to our conversation and that heightens awareness. Yes. And I think when you are a doer or when you are someone who wants to advocate change, it's so much more inspiring to bring up things that are uncomfortable yeah. so that change can actually occur. Yeah. And that's the same thing with health and wellness. Let's yes. face it. Yeah. When you are living an unhealthy lifestyle, there's probably turmoil underneath why that is. Right. You know? Well, I love what you're doing. I think you're making a beautiful difference in the world. Thank you. And I think you're an extraordinary woman, and I appreciate you being on the show today. Oh, so my pleasure. Thank you, yeah. Catherine. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, we hope you look up Dana Perry and her uh, shiftbydp.com uh, in Sherman Oaks. Sherman Oaks. <laughs> <laughs> we love Sherman Oaks. Yes. Make it a great week. Hugs and happiness.